0: what's going on. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name is Billy Newman. I'm coming to you today to talk about a couple of things that have been on my mind recently. I've been uh, I've been kind of getting into some some different internet technology stuff. What was I talking about this last time? Like some open source software and and some of the Linux distribution stuff that I was interested in checking out. That's been going well. I've been checking out this Linux stuff. I've been checking out a few different uh few different open source media software packages that are out there i talked about that a bit last time but what that's kind of progressed into is is what i can do with some of those media packages so um what i've been checking out is this thing called the ipfs which is probably what i'll focus on for a bit today in this podcast and then some of the ideas and the concepts that are around it i'm really nascent in in kind of researching it and discovering it and so i hope it's something that that sort of becomes uh, a little bit more fruitful over time of uh, you know something of interest that I'm, i'm able to learn about a bit more but as a field of like web development or a field of media work that I might do, I think it's really interesting to start getting into uh, the idea of the IPFS, which is the Interplanetary File System. Sounds sort of interesting, or well, like, you know, what does that mean? Interplanetary? What is this about? This doesn't have to do with anything with me. I guess it's supposed to replace HTTP or an HTTPS. So the hypertext transport protocol that's used to deliver web pages over the internet uh, is, is starting to be, not starting to be replaced, but there is an a project in place called IPFS, this interplanetary file system that 's supposed to uh, kind of modify or, or change some of the aspects of the the hypertext transport protocol uh, to be more decentralized is the big idea so I think the idea was that if ever there was to be uh, a string of satellites or bases that were interplanetary, the system of networking that we have right now really wouldn 't be effective for that because we 'd have big breaks in the chain and there'd be big disintermediations of data that was able to get out. Uh, so it wouldn't be able to be based on the hub system that we have right now where you would be a spoke out on the line, you would contact the hub, and then that, that would kind of feed back out to the other spokes on the line. This decentralized model is supposed to be, I guess, more efficient where the connections are made on the periphery of the system instead of centralizing to the hub. Um, so that means that uh, that if there's a, a route of connected Devices it's supposed to remain connected. That's when we're talking about mesh networking, which is a little bit different than the network protocol system that they're talking about. I'm still pretty lost on how technically IPFS is enacted or used, but the way I do kind of understand it, well, is similar to the, the the model that I explained a minute ago of uh, kind of disintermediation. But there's also it seems to be some kind of d- attachment to distributed hash tables and the blockchain too. So there's the blockchain stuff. There's like what we know about Bitcoin and sort of how people use cryptocurrencies. But a lot of this stuff uh, with the IPFS also has to do with uh, cryptography or or, uh, it's like setting up a... I don't, I don't even know the stages to explain it, but I think that's like how you're verifying your identity when you're connecting to each other is through uh, like a cryptographic system or, you know, like have, having a key. You just have a key and then you connect to a node or something like that. There's a – I think it started – you can go to like IPFS Org or search IPFS and you can find a lot of information about it. You can run it on your computer. That's I think how you'd have to start is uh, uh, there's – different levels of complexity. I'll kind of start with the original one, which was uh, installing it over terminal, either on your Mac computer or Linux computer, or you you can install like a repository and probably run it on a Windows computer in some other way. Um, I think I am working on installing it through terminal to run an IPFS node on my machine, which I guess means that, sort of like BitTorrent, I would have a little bit of information of the hash table on my computer, and the peers would connect to me to get that information. But it's also connecting to other information, other peers that are on the network, uh, and this means that I guess, I guess those packets of data are pulled from dis- different sources so that it kind of assembles it. Apparently, it saves a lot of bandwidth, and it, it sort of makes it much more difficult for a file to be uh, disappeared from the hub of the network because it's disintermediated at the, at the edges of the network. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. So apparently you can reassemble data if uh, parts of it start to go out. There's a whole bunch of uh, different pieces to it that are sort of interesting. But uh, as I'm looking at it, I'm looking at these, uh, these dApps, these decentralized apps, which is what I know more about that. So what you do is you install IPFS, it's running a node on your computer, and then you have peers connecting to that node where you have a little bit of data being transacted as you are part of the service of the network as you serve it to others and as you interact with it to others, like a peer on the network. Really interesting stuff. I wish I knew more about higher-level networking so I could explain it better. But um, but how this has kind of been working for me is... Uh, uh i've been trying to well i i downloaded orion which is what i should say so instead of running the the whole ipfs system uh, within the command line, which is a little bit complicated. I'm interested in the command line stuff, and I want to get that going. I think that's the more native way to do it, but I'm not really set up to do that on my, my working computer right now, and it's not going to be set up as a server. So I have another machine that I want to get going uh, to kind of be an IPFS server that's that's maybe running like all the time. That might be a project that I'm trying to put together here pretty soon. So that would be put put together on the more the more permanent basis of kind uh, of running the node on the system. But there is this other way that's much more user-friendly, which is downloading a piece of software called Oracle, Orion. It's kind of interesting. The interplanetary file system it sort of has this whole star theme with some of the stuff out there. But the, this uh, application called Orion is, uh, is, I don't know if it's a browser or a peer-to-peer service within IPFS, but you can, you can get a key for another peer, and then you can connect to that peer and download files that have been published as files to the blockchain or to... To the I don't know to the to the network to the IPFS network so uh, it's kind of interesting how you can do it but, it, but it, I guess it kind of contains a lot of what you would have to do by running the ipfs node in terminal and it kind of contains that within an application so you have a a graphical user interface you can see some of the information see some of your your bandwidth usage and kind of what's going on there ton of information about that online but i've been super interested in that the other side of that which i was just starting to bring up a minute ago was sort of all these decentralized applications that are starting to be built on using the ipfs and this decentralized web platform system so this is another area that's kind of on top of it that i also don't understand very well but i'm trying to dig into it and trying to put out media a lot so uh, maybe i don't know if i've really talked about bitcoin in the past or cryptocurrencies i understand that they'll exist i understand it's interesting i appreciate them i haven't really invested uh my time or money into into the blockchain or cryptocurrency bitcoin stuff yet but i do think that blockchain information is really cool. And I think that what they're doing with this decentralized media stuff is really interesting and I'm trying to push into that. How do, how do I publish a video to the blockchain? How do I publish a photograph to the blockchain? Or how, how do I publish journalism or a statement or writing to the blockchain? Uh, that's all really interesting. So I've been checking out the Steam blockchain and the Steemit uh, account system. So I got a Steemit account and I've created a Dtube account by using this, this Steemit account as a big truck drives by. So the Steamit account is is based on the Steam blockchain where you get Steam coin. Still pieces of this I don't understand. Obviously. But apparently, with this, so I have my account. It's all decentralized, so there's no like password recovery stuff. They tell you this a bunch of times, but but you have this like huge long crypto key that that's your password to your account, and only you have it. And I guess no one else does. And I guess that's how you get in and get out. But yeah, really interesting how the whole system works. But there's no like log files or or, there's no like way for the company to get me logged back into my account because I guess. I guess I still don't even understand how it works, but apparently there one out there. So I have this uh, crypto key. I log in uh, to to my DTube account using the Steemit account information. But DTube is YouTube. It's really interesting. It's pretty cool. It looks a lot like YouTube. It kind of runs pretty wonky. I think it only uploads videos at 480p, uh, but it puts it on the, the IPFS network. And you can go up and embed a video that is stored in on the web and accessible just in any web browser and and you can play it back in any web browser but it just is on the interplanetary it's on the interplanetary file system or it's on the ipfs network so that's all pretty cool so there's a there's d which is like youtube and then there's also this other one called dsounds.audio audio that i'm checking out this is a this is a service that's a lot like soundcloud where you can put up uh, just different different mp3s or waves and it sort of shows your album art with a long a long run of the sound file and you can kind of click into it wherever you'd like to play it from but it seems like uh, there's a a number of uh, musicians and djs starting to use these sort of systems uh, but really in a big way they are not used very much there's uh there's not as much activity on them as you, as you might thing or you know the kind of early systems and they're all sort of decentralized so uh it's kind of interesting starting to interact with the communities that are out there and some of the different people are trying to put up a a bit more content than others but uh, there's also i guess apparently a way to make money on these uh these social blockchain systems on steam like uh, views or likes or retweets or things like that apparently are evaluated to some extent so that that costs you a bit of coin that you have a bit of this crypto the steam coin that you'd have and then that those transactions i guess add up for those videos or those popular videos and then you so i've been talking about uh cryptocurrencies and steam coin and then the batteries on my recorder quit so that's probably going to be the end of the podcast today but i just wanted to do a couple seconds to wrap it up Well, i'm sitting here now in the coffee shop trying to edit that podcast back together but uh, yeah, I'm working with Steamcoin stuff right now, trying to get some media up on DTube and uh, DSound Audio, along with another service I think called Peepith, which is like uh, Twitter. There's a few other things that I'm trying to look into, but I'll probably uh, follow up with you on the next couple podcasts about some of the stuff that uh, I'm looking into related to DApps and decentralized utilities on the IPFS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Podcast. We'll talk again soon. <laughs>